0: Responsibility is the cornerstone of awakening. Essentially what responsibility is, is owning your own life. You can see how responsibility is the ability to respond. By taking responsibility, what we're doing is stepping into this choice that we're making to consciously create and then respond to what we create, as opposed to passively react to life as if it is happening to us. It is stepping into authority over yourself. It's a highly empowered state. A state of accountability. Responsibility is the opposite of the state of victimhood. In victimhood, one feels that they do not govern themselves or their own life. One feels no ability to choose and one has lost touch with their sense of free will. They're in a state of powerlessness relative to themselves and their life. Responsibility is when someone healthily claims their power over themselves and their own life. This causes them to feel a sense of their own free will and to consciously choose. If you have responsibility, you are leading your own life. You claim your ability to act autonomously without the authorization of others. This state of empowerment makes you capable of facing and owning the consequences of any choice you may make. To be responsible, you have to be willing to see and own. Your part in the causation of the experiences that you're going through in your life. Now, before you say this sounds easy, this is that moment in the movie The Matrix where you're choosing between the blue pill and the red pill. If you choose one, you don't have to take the pressure of the responsibility, but you also don't get the freedom and the empowerment. If you choose the other, you get the freedom and the empowerment, but you have to swallow a rather harsh truth. And that's that you do play a role in everything that is happening to you. If responsibility enables us to feel empowered about our own life, then why the hell isn't it easy to do? You'd assume that something that naturally feels good would be easy. But here's the thing, it's easy to take responsibility when our life is going good, but obviously it's pretty hard to take responsibility for our life when our life is not going so good. It is difficult to take responsibility for our life and for ourselves when things aren't going good, primarily because of what we make it mean. To understand how meaning impacts your life, go ahead and watch my YouTube video called Meaning, the self-destruct button. The point is, when stuff is going wrong in your life, you make it mean something. Rather than just feed you with the answer, I'd rather you just ask yourself the question. If I were 100% responsible for everything that's going on in my life, and the things that are going on in my life aren't going good and aren't going right, what do I make that mean? We are addicted to being the victim. Why are we addicted to it? Because we live in a society that fuels and feeds victim mentality. We are trained to be victims. Society rallies around the one who is powerless. If you're truly seen as the victim, everyone's on your side. The powerless one is the one that gets the validation, the love, the assistance. We mistake the concern and pity we get from others for love. It begins to become the only way we feel love. We become scared that if we gain autonomy or our problems go away, we will be all alone. The problem is, is that the people in our life get tired of giving us attention and validation eventually. And they begin to gravitate away from us and then we feel abandoned. So our only hope is to find someone new to validate and pity us. The powerless one also does not have to deal with the pressure of responsibility. The powerless one is seen as the good guy. If you're the victim, you don't have to take responsibility for your present or your future. It's hard to realize that no one's going to save you from your situation. One of the most painful realizations you can have is the realization that no one's going to rescue you from yourself or your life. When you feel powerless already, the awareness that there is no one to rescue you but you is enough to push you over the edge. And many people do commit suicide when they come to this realization. Those of us who feel the most powerless are faced with the decision to either commit to life and do what we can with what we have from where we are, or to commit in the other direction and that is to choose death. The bottom line is, we are raised within a society that functions according to the model of reward and punishment. And one of these punishments that is doled out is the withdrawal of love and connection. What we have to understand about the physical human is that we are wired for a connection because connection means, and always did over the course of our evolution, survival. So to lose love, lose approval, lose connection, is to die. Obviously then, If we understand as children that in order to be rewarded or be included within our social group or to continue being loved, we have to be good. And if we are bad, we are excluded from the social group and we are pushed out and ultimately risk our survival, then what are we absolutely addicted to? We are addicted to the idea of being good. We have to stay good. We have to see ourselves as good. We have to portray ourselves as good. Obviously, there's a problem then, if the victim is the good guy. Now we have a motive to be that person. The ego is attached to the idea of itself as good, right, justified and superior. If you're ever in a circumstance where taking responsibility pushes a button which triggers anything within you that might make you feel insecure, not superior, i.e. inferior, unjustified, bad or wrong, then obviously, the ego instantly is going to latch onto the idea or the vision of itself as a victim, so as to restore the idea of being justified, to restore the idea of being right and good and superior. For example, let's say that a man chose to be with a woman who had two kids with an abusive ex-husband. Let's say that this ex-husband is actively trying to turn the kids against him by making him out to be the bad guy. If this presses a button within him that activates insecurities about being a good guy, he's likely to start feeling like a victim to the entire circumstance. He will feel like a victim to the ex-husband and a victim to his lover because she is the one who drug him into this mess. Being a victim in this way restores his sense of being a good person and relieves the pressure of his authority relative to the situation. He doesn't have to own that by choosing to be with her, he is choosing to expose himself to someone who is pushing these buttons and calling him a bad guy. Anywhere you are feeling like a victim indicates an area of life that is currently a threat to your self-concept and specifically a threat to your ability to feel like a good and valuable person. Victimhood also gives you permission, makes it okay to feel sorry for yourself. Now here's the thing, when I say the word feel sorry for yourself, pay attention to the reaction that just happened within your body. Most likely you went into a state of resistance. You didn't like those words so much. Why is that? It's because we live in a society that teaches you that there is something pathetic and inappropriate about feeling sorry for yourself. So it's not okay to feel grief. Let's take this one step further. We have this belief, especially within the law of attraction community, that anytime you had an actual hand in creating something, i.e. were responsible in any way for it, it is no longer okay for you to feel sad, it is no longer okay for you to feel grief, and it is no longer okay for you to feel anger relative to the situation. After all, you did it to yourself. But the thing is, whether or not we had a hand in creating the situation or not, we can't stop feeling sorrow or grief or anger, no matter how hard we try. Emotions don't work that way. So we have to find a backdoor way to be able to feel those things. Seeing ourselves and being seen as the victim is this backdoor way. It allows us to be okay to feel sorrow and grief and anger. The next time you're starting to feel sorry for yourself, stop yourself in your tracks and remind yourself of this thing. It is perfectly okay to feel that way. It's appropriate in this circumstance to feel sorry for yourself. There's nothing wrong with feeling sorry for yourself. It's not pathetic. It doesn't make you a bad guy. It's justified. You are where you are and the part of you that feels that sorrow and grief and anger needs your attention like a small child that is crying out for presence and comfort. Then, only when you begin to feel a bit of relief as a result of really sitting with those feelings, can you find a proactive thing to do or choice to make that will cause you to come into your power and shift you, even if only a tiny bit, out of that pit of despair. We are in a role of victim anytime we feel powerless to something else, whether we feel powerless to a self-limiting belief, a person, a government or a circumstance. It is easy to slip into the belief that we aren't in control of our lives, but whenever we don't see that we are in control of our lives, we get stuck in the role of victim and can't access responsibility. So many of us fall into this pit of feeling victimized because we feel like the universe is against us. For this reason, if you struggle with responsibility, it's essential that you watch my YouTube video that's titled, I can't trust the universe, I feel like God is against me. For a brief minute, I need to discuss the fact that like all things, taking responsibility comes with a dose of potential shadow. Or pitfalls, shall we say. One of these shadows is that we can use responsibility to try to minimize or nullify our own emotions. We try to suppress them using responsibility. This is a form of emotional bypassing. Another potential shadow of taking responsibility is we begin to take responsibility for things that ultimately aren't our responsibility. Another way of putting this is that we use responsibility in order to gain complete control over a situation or our lives. Now control is not innately a good state to be in because it's innately resistant. If we're trying to externally control the conditions of our life, we are in a state of resistance to the flow of life. Essentially, we take responsibility for other people and other things that are not our responsibility in order to try to regulate our environment, to feel in control of our lives and the people and things in our life. By doing this, we don't give people the opportunity to change and grow. Instead, we disable them from taking responsibility for their own life so we can be the one in control at all times. But by far the biggest potential shadow that comes with responsibility is the fact that we may slip instead into self-blame. Now it's very easy to mistake these two states for each other when in fact they exist at entire opposite ends of the vibrational scale. They are easily disguised as one another because both recognize one as having a play or a role in the causation of whatever circumstance that you are in. However, responsibility is innately an empowered state, whereas self-blame is a self-condemning state. It is easy for self-blame to disguise itself as responsibility, kind of like a wolf would disguise itself in sheep's clothing. So that we get this, I have to state it clearly. Self-blame is self-hating, responsibility is self-loving. But self-blame is in fact how we escape a feeling of genuine powerlessness to someone else. I will tell you as somebody who sees people in a therapy type setting that one of the most difficult things to do is to get somebody who has experienced sexual abuse out of a state of self-blame. Why is that? It's because when somebody is sexually abused, it puts them in a state of such extreme powerlessness that self-blame is in fact a vibrational improvement upon that. So a person experiences it as a form of empowerment. In other words, at least if I caused it somehow, I'm not completely at the mercy of an unjust world or person. This is infinitely more frightening. It means you really didn't have any control at all. The universe does not recognize blame. It recognizes causation, but not blame or fault. Now obviously, there is no way for me to condemn blaming other people. Blaming is a huge part of not taking responsibility. But if you're in a state of self-blame, In fact, blaming others is a vibrational improvement so we can use it as a tool for healing. But blame also can be a level that you get stuck at, a way of disempowering yourself and never taking responsibility for the situation that you may find yourself in. Even when we have encountered situations in our life where in a physical level other people are causing what is occurring and therefore to blame, we need to stop trying to get them to take responsibility and instead focus on our role in the situation entirely. We do this by accepting that we can't do anything about them. There is a degree of empowerment in accepting that dead is dead or gone is gone or over is over or done is done. We cut our losses and work only with what we do have. We can't control anything about what this other person is doing or has done, so we need to stop asking them through our blame to change something. This is profoundly empowering provided that we aren't slipping into self-blame. To just focus all our efforts on our own role in the situation and on the lessons we are learning in the situation and on making changes we can make. If you are struggling with a circumstance that causes you to feel like a victim, the reality is, is that you have been deeply hurt by a situation that now has you feeling as if you're completely powerless. What you must do first and foremost is to acknowledge and be fully present with those feelings, the hurt and the powerlessness, the feeling of victimization. You got to do this before you ever try to take a step forward to take your power back by becoming responsible. But once you have been fully present with these feelings, I want you to ask yourself the following questions. 1. How am I a match to this? Now, it's really important that you don't take this to a space of self-blame. This is not the part of the process where you are looking for how you did it and how you are to blame for the situation. This is the step where you're essentially looking for how might I vibrationally be a match to this based on previous circumstances or unhealed wounds within me or what actions or things did I do that fueled the situation or led to the creation of it. 2. What am I meant to learn from this? 3. What is this pain causing me to know that I want? 4. What positive things have come from or could possibly come from this situation? 5. What can I do from right here and now to change things for the better? 6. What do I now know to do differently in the future? I am most likely going to do an entire episode, if not write an entire book on forgiveness. Forgiveness is an amazing aspect of taking responsibility. The ability to respond, gives us the ability to forgive. But for the sake of this video on responsibility, it is critical to understand that forgiveness is the practice of making peace with where you were and are, thereby releasing you from the bondage that prevents you from touching happiness. When you forgive someone, it is as if you are setting a prisoner free, only to discover that you were the prisoner all along. I am going to be excessively aggressive and tell you that to really be in a genuine space of forgiveness, you have to be in a space of approval for whatever occurred. This is much deeper than pure acceptance or purely letting go. If you have managed to find approval, I mean complete approval for whatever has occurred, there is nothing left to forgive. The only thing that is left in the wake of genuine forgiveness is A state of gratitude. When we do not find a way to make harmony with the things that cause us to suffer, they become wounds of the mind. They become wounds that we carry with us in our conscious and subconsciousness every day. The pain becomes like shackles that we are so used to living with that we don't even realize we have the power to take them off. When we truly forgive someone, the negative emotion no longer exists. Instead, we sense a deep feeling of peace. Because of this, forgiveness is freedom. Sometimes though, simply for the sake of knowing the inherent goodness of forgiveness, we try to rush ourselves into forgiveness, when we have not yet changed the thoughts we are thinking about whatever we are trying to forgive. It can never happen this way. Forgiveness cannot be forced. We cannot try to forgive. Instead, it is the natural byproduct of previous steps that we take. But you can begin this process by asking yourself these two questions. What do I need in order to let go of this situation? Or what do I need in order to forgive in this situation? And, what do I approve of relative to this situation? You can write positive aspect lists about the situation itself that has you feeling like a victim. Forgiving other people isn't the most important part of taking responsibility and of owning your life. The most important thing to do is to forgive yourself. Regardless of whether or not somebody else is involved in your process of forgiveness, forgiveness is only ever Unilateral. How do you approve of yourself relative to the situation that has you feeling like a victim or blaming yourself? Happiness results as a kind of internal freedom that is the result of altering your perspective about any given circumstance. If you zoom out far enough, you are able to see that we are only ever the victim of victims. If you zoom out even further than that, you see that victimhood does not actually exist. When we succumb to seeing ourselves as powerless, we are letting the people and circumstances in our lives dictate how we feel and ultimately who we will become. We feel powerless to our own lives and we waste our time asking, why me? Instead of doing what we can with what we have from where we are. Own your life. Take responsibility for your future by dropping the thoughts, words, and actions that aren't getting you anywhere. This means you have to change, and let's face it, change is scary. It's scary to hold the weight of your own life in your hands. But our lives will only ever become lives of joy, freedom and peace. When we can own the responsibility not only for what was, but also for what is and what is to come. The time has come to see that we have an active choice in our life at all moments of the day. We all too often go through our lives acting as if we're being drug into every circumstance by some external force that we can't quite put our finger on. Here's an example. A lot of people will say, I have to go to work today. The reality is you don't actually have to. Quite literally, you could just never show up to work again. If you choose to go to work, it is because you have decided it is the best course of action. So what I challenge you to do is own your choice either way. Either you own the fact that you have chosen to go to work, or you own the fact that you've chosen never to show up again. Anytime you make excuses for past failures or for why you can't do something you really genuinely want to do, This is a skirting of responsibility as well. I encourage you to just admit to why the things fell through. Why did you actually fail? Why can't you actually go through with what you're doing? Or why are you choosing not to? Were you too lazy, too afraid, too tired? Or just felt like doing something else? It's okay to admit to it. Even though it may not paint you in the best light, it is ten times better to be genuinely authentic and to realize you have control than to see yourself as a victim in a state of inauthenticity. If you are feeling like a victim in a situation, you are avoiding something in your life. What is it that you are trying to avoid? Taking responsibility means facing something you don't want to face. But in order to live a life worth living, you need to face that very thing. Admit to your mistakes. Admitting to your mistakes does amazing things for responsibility. It enables us to learn from what was and to also take that lesson and create what is to become. The kind of life we want to live. If you have a difficult time embracing mistakes, it's because you have a difficult time letting go of them. So what I want you to do is to watch my YouTube video titled How to let go of mistakes. Short circuit your complaining. Complaining is just another form of blaming. It's a state of victimization. It's to say I don't have control over all this stuff I can't stand in my life. And the reality is, it sets up neural pathways that bend us towards negative focus. That just ends up leading you down the path to a really painful life. Take initiative to change anything you feel like complaining about or change your perspective about it. Another great tool to shortcut complaint is with gratitude. Gratitude is an opposite vibration to the vibration of victimhood or powerlessness. You can't feel bad about your life and focus on things you like about your life at the exact same time. So, when you feel yourself complaining, it's a great idea to shift your focus to looking around your environment or whatever situation you're in for positive aspects, things that you feel grateful for. Practice self-discipline, set goals, take initiative and do not allow yourself to be distracted. This means no procrastinating, you have to see things through to the end and commit. Look, commitment is responsibility. If you're afraid of responsibility, that will dovetail with a fear of commitment. But the thing is, is that nobody's really genuinely afraid of commitment. They're just unwilling to admit to what they are genuinely wanting to commit to. To understand more about this, I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled How to get over the fear of commitment. Look at your life and ask yourself this question. If I were to take full responsibility for my life and really own my own life, what would I do differently today? Then when you are ready, go for it. You do not have to improve all aspects of your life at once, just take the next logical step from wherever you are. Once you are done with that step, Take the next one. By taking responsibility and simply taking the next step that is directly in front of you, you will eventually walk your way into the exact kind of life you want to be living. A life that you genuinely are proud to own. Have a good week.